Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on. Come on, y'all. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I, and, and I, and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's, it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's, it's been me finally making a decision to see what all God has for me. But at the same time, trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But you know it's a process, and I've 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 grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at Him, and I was going, "Okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the Creator." You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different. And the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. 
And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer, there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. So you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I, I can't tell you how it's paid off. Because now, God's mercy and grace is all over me. Because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him. But I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming, hating. Trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused. Being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, but the word pro a lot of times when you put it in front of something means positiveness. So now 
a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are here. We are live. This is a very special morning. He is uh, back live, uh, still out of the country, uh, somewhere near Israel, uh, somewhere in the Middle East. But we are here. Fresh off of uh, Miss Universe, uh, yeah. Roscoe Wallace will not be joining us this morning because Roscoe what? is taking a day off. Yeah, what happened is, you know, he's involved in the $3 trillion lawsuit with the music industry. He's mm-hmm. in a very special, tight meeting with his lawyers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. And will not be joining us this morning for the first time this month. We don't right. know if we'll have Roscoe back tomorrow or not. We'll find out. But, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, the Steve Harvey Morning Show is here. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, nephew Tommy Jr. of Mississippi Monica. What it is, what it is. What's that, what it huh? shall be. What it do, what it is. Ain't nothing. On, <laughs> everything, everything, you know. Yeah, man. This could be good news, though. What is that, sure? The the suit could be coming to an end, the three trillion dollars I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just think it's exceptional that well he's meeting with his lawyers. I didn't I didn't I've never met his law team. But are they uh, gonna settle out of court, you think? What do you, you think? think that might I, happen? You know what? I would because I you know the time <laughs> Seriously, we are just all I in with this. Settle. Yeah. Yeah. I settle with him. <laughs> but we'll find out what it is. How y'all been? Everything been good? Yeah. yeah. How are you? Oh, was good, uh, man. Question. How are you? First of all, I want to thank y'all for holding the fort down. I love my team, my squad. They come up, they rise to the occasion. Thank y'all very much while your uh, fearless leader was out here being uh, fearless. 
That's all oh, I yes. can say. Just out here in the world being fearless mm-hmm. on behalf of us representing my people in front of they people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, now. Right. That's all right, now. I like that. Represent my people in front of they people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks again for Dubai. I mean, we can't thank you enough for that awesome trip. Awesome. Trip. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, it was interesting uh, watching uh, Shirley Carla and uh, Monica <laughs> in a foreign country. It's always interesting. What? Well, what happened? What on? did you learn about us when yeah. you were watching us? Uh, that, that some things never change that you can take, as far as Carla goes, you can take the girl out of the hood, mm-hmm. but you can't take the hood out of the girl. Worldwide, <laughs> baby. Worldwide. Worldwide. Hood <laughs> representative. 24-7. <laughs> we was walking somewhere. I heard Carla say, what? I went, okay, hold on. What did I say? She heard me say what? 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 <laughs> what? I turned around. I said, what? but she was just didn't understand what the Arabian person said. The Arabic person said. I thought it was an altercation. Automatically, I panicked. That was your girl Monica. Actually, actually, that went there a little Monica bit. Monica is we'll... a whole nother story of finance disputes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was about, too. I'm just thankful I made that trip. Yes, but uh, yeah. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll get in touch with the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Well, we're going to divorce somebody today. Huh? Okay? We're going to divorce somebody, but we're going to go old school. We're going to go to a contraption that you have not used in a while. Divorce by facts. Divorce (laughs) by facts. Fact. Everybody got their own ways of doing things, ladies and gentlemen. Divorced by facts. Let's go, cat dog. Sales department, I may help you. Uh, I'm trying to reach Mr. Kirby. How are you? I'm, I'm good. How are you? Good. Listen, my name is Casey. I've come by a couple times, but I haven't been able to actually, when I come to the office, I guess you're out on doing sales. I've not been able to get in contact with you when I come by. Are you near a fax machine right now, sir? Yeah, I have one right here in my office. Could you show me what this is pertaining to? Actually, I got a, a little bit of business that I need you to take a look at, if you don't mind. Uh, something that you might be able to help me out on. Can Can I get your fax number? Yeah, no problem. So, hang on a second. Okay. Hey, Jim, put it down, man. Bring it over. That's one. Okay. There we go. Okay, give it yeah. one second. Hey, hey, go ahead. I'm gonna close the door to my office right quick, man. No problem. All right, it ought to be coming through by now. Yeah, I see it coming out. Hey, close the door behind you, man. <clears throat> All right. Hey, hold up. What the f- is this? You, you got it? Hey. Hey, yeah, I got it, man. Hey, hold up. Hey, these are divorce papers, man. Sir, this is what I've been trying to come by your office and actually give you for the last four or five times. It's, I've been hey, looking. I've been trying to get to you for the last few months. You just got you some divorce papers? There's no other way I could have gotten gotten them to you. I've been trying to get them to you for the last, like I said, two months, and I haven't been able to get in contact with you. What the you mean two months? No one been coming to you for two months. Well, I mean, actually, sir, she can't do anything until you actually have the papers. So, like I said, it's been two months since I've been trying to actually get them to you. That man, I'm calling. Look here, that two. 
Mars? Sir, sir, that actually, right eight. now, you are not permitted to give her a phone call. And within the next 24 hours, you need to actually have all of your things out of the house, and you need to actually vacate the premise. Hey, and I ain't going no What the you mean when everything got my house? I pay the bills there. You see me every day, every night for two months, and they say to me? Sir, I, I'm, hey, man, listen. Hey, man, look here, Doc. I'm a good person, man. So what the hell she got to divorce me on? I'm going to have game dance and fight all this Okay, Kirby, 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 listen to me, man, listen. I've been there, man, and I, and, I, and I feel you, brother. I do. I understand what you're going through, man. When she come by your office, man? It, it, I mean, it was two It was two months ago when she first came by the office. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I actually work for the law firm that, that gives me the papers to, to take out to... Uh, to Is this legal, man? Text me some papers? Sir, like I said, there was no way I could get them to you. I've been trying to get them to you for over two months. So I, I figured the only best thing to do is for me to, like, fax them to you. So she came by your two months ago to, to, to tell me she wanted to file for a divorce from me? They, when, when, they came by, when they came by the first time, all I remember... Hey, 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 do this to me, man. Look, this off the record, all right? If you're worried about your job, you ain't got to worry about it. You should have been in this position before, so you know how I feel, man, okay? I, I mean, I, I know what it's like, man. I almost lost my mind, you know, but, hey, man, I can't, I can't stop. See, I'm a good You don't understand this I ain't the nigga to say those first, man, all right? And you gonna send me some divorce papers to a second. Anybody could have got that text. Got a secretary that's off the day. If she said she would have got that Okay, okay, and I, and I, man, I understand. I, 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 may, I may have had a bad judgment on factional, you know, but that's why I called and made sure you was there, and I was talking to you on the phone while they was coming. I wanted to make sure you got them. You know what I'm saying? Well, congratulations, you did your job right. Now, tell me who this is that is watching all the pictures of me, man. Hey, Mr. Curry, I ain't supposed to do nothing like this, man. I lose my job behind this kind of stuff, man. I, I, I mean, I feel where you coming from, man. I feel where you come from. You don't start speaking, right? Who in the you walked in there with, dog? Hey, man, look. Off the record, Mr. Kirby, okay? I feel it's off the record. Off the record, man. She came in. All I know, this guy, is, is, his name was uh, 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 Connors, I think. His name was Connors. Connors? Connors? I mean, a, 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 a light-skinned, tall guy, bald head. That's my boss! Connor's your boss? From Broadway, hey, Doc, this is from man. You know what? You know what? I'm thinking of this office right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on, man. Look here. Ma ma listen to me, man. Listen, listen. Listen to me, man. Maybe, maybe he was just, maybe he just gave her a ride over there or something. I mean, it ain't, it, it ain't, that, you know, it, it might not, that might not be what it is, man. That's my boss. I'm going to this office right now. No, hold on. Wait a, wait, no, wait a minute, man. You don't even know that, man. You uh, He's just a person that can't... I don't know you! All I know is you the over the tax machine. Okay, look, look, man. If, if, if you go... I might well go and tell you everything if you're going to go up there. Oh, 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 look. Tell me everything? Whatever you can tell me to destroy my life any more than you know to destroy it. Dog, I just got one more thing, and I'm just going to go and get off the phone because I see I can't even stop you now. Hey, tell me what the got to say. I'm going to tell you. Is you ready? I'm... 
This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. I see this some man. Hey, boy, you got to get man. Oh, God. You all right, man? This got to be against the law somewhere. I the law. Boy, you about to make me lose everything I got to work for. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. One more thing, buddy. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. I'm going to whoop your you know, sometimes you just got to get rid of somebody any kind of way you want to do it, you know? <laughs> you can do it by email. You can do it by fax. You can you can text it now. Hey. <sighs> anyway, uh, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, will be in the building to answer all of your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some national news with Miss Ann. And in entertainment news, we will recap Steve, the 70th annual Miss Universe pageant. You were the host, of course, as fabulous as ever. Go right recap now. it then. Yeah, we, we going to do, boo. But right now, it is time to check in with the Cheap Love Officer, you, to answer all of everybody's love questions. Here we go. Mike in Clearwater, Florida says, I went on a blind date with the finest girl I have ever met. She's got beautiful teeth, eyes, and hair, and she's a little on the thick side, which I love. The only problem is that she smokes cigars, and I could taste it on her breath when we kiss. She only does it on the weekend, so should I deal with it or move on? Mm. Hey, dog, it's just on the weekends. And how long it lasts? <laughs> I mean, you know, there, being a cigar smoker, there are some things you can do. You know, like to what? help the situation. Like what? But, like what? I mean, like, don't smoke before you kiss. That's a big one. Never stop it on the best. Cigar yeah, I mean, breath spray or something. Yeah, it's, it, they got stuff for that. But when you at the cigar place and then you lean over a kiss, you finna eat some cigar, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's just all to it. Would so, you do that? You need to for know fine, your kissing though? schedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, work that out with fine. For fine, you, you do there. that for fine, huh? Make oh, that absolutely. sacrifice. Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we're gonna be blowing cigar smoke all over each other. <laughs> <laughs> for fine. So he, sh- oh, he oh, should deal oh, with it. Oh, we all smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah. What so you he mean should for fine? How fine she is? is that mm-hmm. she right. Is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he should deal with it and not move on. Just stay there and take it. Take no, that. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, come on, man. Come on, man. Work get up, bottle of Dr. Tisha. Woo! Ooh, get up in there. Lord have mercy. Oh. <laughs> Old school gasoline. That get up in there. That's unleaded. Take all her taste buds out and everything. <laughs> Dr. Tishner removes one layer of mouth lining. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it do. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Felicity in Topeka. Felicity writes, I have been seeing a man that is 12 years my junior, and he's handsome and muscular up top, but lacking down below. He tries to overcompensate for his shortcomings and is too much for me to handle. Uh, I have a schedule to keep up with and kids 
to look after, so I can't be lying around for hours with him. Is it cool to tell him to hurry up or will he be offended? Please advise. Uh-uh. Well, you know, <laughs> wow. it's, it's not going to offend him knows. if you tell him to hurry up. Mm-hmm. What will offend him is you tell him why he needs to hurry. Oh, good I know why you putting in all this extra time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not you equipped. Know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, once again, you know what I'm saying? Huh. Being on the other side of this one right here, I can tell you, I, you know. <laughs> what? I done been, I done, in my life, I've been too much, but I ain't never been not enough. I've been old Lord, but I ain't never been old oh, Lord. Okay. You ain't been old no. I think I think you're gonna have to tell him to hurry up. You got things to do. You know? But in a nice way. Is he a really great guy? Does he treat you really well? Do they treat the kids great? How is he as a man? You can work through some of these things, you know, some mm-hmm. things you can do to speed up the process. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Mm. All right, Felicity. Uh, moving on to Carolyn in Macon, Georgia. Carolyn says, as luck would have it, I'm broke again at the wrong time of the year. I was talking to my coworker about my issues, and he said he could help me out if I showed him two things. The two things are right under my chin, and he wants to see them. I've never been propositioned like this, but he said he'd give me $200, and that would help me get my little girl that bike she wants. Is it so terrible if I show him? What if he wants to pay to see more? Mm-hmm. What you what you what you what you think wow. is going to be leading to? This is a, this is to see what you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if mm-hmm. you do this for two hundred dollars, he already know he got five hundred. Mm. I mean, mark your prices, you need to mark your prices. Hey, I mean, you go in there and tell your little girl we ain't getting no damn bike this year. You know how many years I heard that. <laughs> bike oh you working <laughs> I'd heard stuff like that ah! bike you working bike what's wrong with the bike you got out there you talking mm. about the one you gave me from the construction site <laughs> that bike daddy that's never been new I'd like a new bike well I want a new car you don't see no you don't see one sitting out there do you? Yeah, that's the logic I grew up with yeah exactly so every time I asked him for something, he t- every time I told my daddy I wanted something, he told me something he wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I want a new buy, I want a new car. Yeah. I want to go home. Well, hell, I want to go home too. But now I got to go to work, so your little ass can eat. What that got to do <laughs> with what I said? <laughs> so Carolyn, I hope you're getting something from this. Okay. I mean, home. if you show them to him for two hundred dollars. The next offer finna be five hundred. What you gonna do? Yeah, and they work together, so that's really not cool. That's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, really. Not. All the way. But yeah. two hundred dollars. That ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah. Damn. A hundred dollars each. <laughs> oh goodness, Shirley. <laughs> oh, you done divided it up, huh? Yes, wow. yes. That's, that's not cool. Oh, he's horrible. All right, let's uh-uh. go. All right, Misty in Ruston, Louisiana, uh, says, I'm 40 years old and I purchased my first home for my son and I. My son is 15 years old and refuses to do the yard work for me. He told me that I need to get my boyfriend to do it since he's always over there. I lit into him when he spoke to me that way and I called my father to come and talk to him. 
My father sided with him. I expected my son to have pride mm -hmm, in his home. So am I wrong to demand that he do the yard work at this house? Well, wow. I understand what you're saying. You're exactly right in feeling what you're feeling, but your 15-year-old son going, so what this lazy-ass dude doing is coming over here sleeping with my mama. See, at 15, he got some feelings about that that you haven't addressed. The 15-year-old boy is jealous that you're in this relationship with this man, and he's trying to figure out what's the value of him because he don't see him doing nothing except sleeping with his mama. That's the problem you have. And them feelings ain't finna leave that boy no time soon. So the conversation you should have really is with this man of yours as to what kind of example he's setting for your son. Because all boys want to be some type of man. It's going to be a good man or a bad man. And right now, that's the example of manhood that's been put in front of him. And he don't see much of a man coming out of him. Great advice. I wouldn't so now, talk to my mama like if that. you went to the bath, if you went to the boyfriend and said, "I wish you talk to my son. Maybe y'all could do it together or something," it would mean a lot to him, and then you could finally see what you're dealing with, which don't mm. sound like much of nothing. Mm. All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, on Sunday night's 70th Miss Universe pageant, it's been trending that you made a mistake by saying Portugal instead of Paraguay. Uh, you defended yourself, as you should have, of course. So tell us what really happened. You were They there. put Portugal in the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. Here we See, go I, I, I can... Why, why don't Paraguay we fire this Portugal? teleprompter person? Why it's a different person. But I saw it. I saw it. And I told him, I said, hey, you got Portugal in the... They put it in the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw it. Because the audience could see it. They were pointing. Yeah. It wow. said Portugal. They started laughing. I wasn't about to say it. Because I knew good and hell well. I ain't said Portugal all damn night. Where right. the hell that come from? Right, yeah. right, right. But you, yeah. but you did say it. You said, you said it, it to... You said it to alert them. The, that it was yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I'm reading, I'm going, hold on, wait a minute. Look, everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw it. Right. And so <laughs> I wasn't, that wasn't no, I ain't make no damn mistake. It's just like in 2015. I read what was in the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. It's just from now on, though, when I read something in the teleprompter, I'm telling everybody it's in the damn teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that about? Right. They can't uh, get that right? It's human error. Human I'm mistake. You, man, it's just human error. Let me go down there the next year and just stand by the teleprompter person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whisper Tom. one thing in their ear, and I promise you, <laughs> you ain't going to get none of this wrong. Because even the, uh, even the girl, uh, Chesley, when we came in there, she said, Steve, I was looking dead at it. You know, and then Carson Cluster, he said, I was looking at it also, and I was just going like, oh, my God. And I was just, but, you know, it was, it was cool. Long, long as I get it right at the end. Right. Yeah, that's I, all I that like matters. You, I like when you said, don't try to blame this on me this year. Yeah, yeah right. Trying to play me. Y'all trying to play me. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all trying yeah. to play your boy? No, yeah. y'all not getting with me. Last time I took it on the chin. We yeah, not you doing that no more. No, no. Everybody getting under this damn bus that's mm. supposed to be under. I rolls people under the bus now. <laughs> yeah, get it off you, for sure. And everybody so, came up to me afterwards, Steve, we apologize. No, you ain't got to apologize. I fixed it on TV. I'll tell yeah. everybody live. In the, world. In the moment. Yeah. Fixed yeah. it live. Yeah, you fixed uh, it live. In real time. I, I, I know it's live. You can't stop me. Yeah. So what else they say I do wrong? 
Well, since you asked. Yeah, the whole thing about uh, Miss India who won, uh, the whole thing about asking her to do cat sounds, I think it was, while you asked. Animal sounds. Yeah, Yeah, while you asked all the other contestants, uh, you know, I guess more quality, relevant Mm -hmm. questions pertaining to them and their accomplishments. Uh, Did anybody notice that I'm looking down at a card reading? Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all those questions. Well, I ain't never heard girls, you ask nobody to make no sounds. No, I don't give a me. damn about no cat noise. <laughs> so, meaning what? You're looking down at a card, meaning? No, all of the questions for each one of the girls, if they make it that particular mm-hmm. round, that particular question is just for each girl. Something uh-huh. unique about them. Each contestant. I don't know. Each contestant. Uh-huh. So if uh-huh. that contestant makes it to that round and they go to the commercial break, they pull her question up. And I had to ask her. I didn't know nothing about no damn cat sounds. Well, she what made me I proud care? with the cat sounds. I yeah, but she had too out. many meows. It didn't, she didn't need but two. Uh-uh, she uh-uh. just stretched it out too long. No, I was I sitting there it. just looking just as crazy because I don't know give a <laughs> damn about your cat sounds. I loved it. She won. That's all I can say. She won. She is Miss Universe. <laughs> go ahead, Miss India. India. Everybody from India I know text me with the Indian flag for the emoji so <laughs> yes <laughs> all right all right steve it's time to go to miss ann ladies and gentlemen miss ann trip uh, thank you very much everybody this is ann trip with the news the district of columbia has filed suit against two white supremacist groups the proud boys and the oath keepers for their alleged part in the fomenting the deadly attempted takeover of the u.s capitol building january 6th dc attorney general car racine says his battle plan is simple while some desperately want to rewrite history and sweep the events of January 6th under the rug. The District of Columbia and its residents have chosen to speak truth through this filing, through this complaint, through this case. And the AG says that the truth is being delivered by way of the reams of text messages and social media posts, which he says clearly reconstruct both groups' actions in advance of the insurrection. This also marks the first effort, by the way, of a government agency to hold somebody civilly responsible and to seek damages for what happened. Meanwhile, the full House is recommending criminal contempt charges against Trump's White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows for refusing to cooperate with the congressional probe into last January's violence. A neuropathologist in Boston says that after studying the brain tissue of former pro ball player Philip Adams, that Adams was afflicted with CTE. That's chronic traumatic encephalopathy. CTE is linked to concussions and repetitive head trauma from football and other contact sports. Philip Adams, who played for the 49ers, the Patriots, the Seahawks, the Raiders and the Jets and the Falcons, shot six people to death last April before killing himself. This is a mystery, and after almost 40 years, the remains of a body in Twinsburg, Ohio, have officially been identified as a man who was briefly a member of the OJs. Frankie Little Jr. was a musician and composer who worked with uh, Eddie Levert and the others in the mid-60s. According to the Akron Beacon Journal, Little's remains were found in 1982 in a garbage bag behind a machine shop. However, they couldn't be identified at that time. However, with today's upgraded DNA technology, the remains has finally been identified as his. The OJs issued a statement saying that Frankie Little came with us when we first ventured out of Cleveland and traveled to L.A., but he was in love with a woman in Cleveland. He missed her so much that he went back to Cleveland. That was in the mid-60s, and we had not heard from him after that. We wish his family and friends closure to what appears to have been a very, very sad story. Wow. 
Finally, it's taken 15 years, but the estate of the late legendary James Brown has finally been settled. The Brown catalog sold for $90 million. The hardest working man in show business left most of his other assets to charity to provide scholarships for underprivileged children. And during his lifetime, he made us all feel good. I feel good. Godfather of Soul died on Christmas Day, 2006. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning, America. Co-host Michael Strahan. You were, you've been out of the country, Steve. So did you know Michael Strahan was one of six crew members who took a flight to space and back on a Jeff Bezos Blue Origin on Saturday? Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, you know, he that type of guy. Mm. <laughs> what, what, what does that know? mean? Yeah. You, you know, you he saying? do stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. You won't see my black ass on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> on the rocket boat. spaceship? He said boat. boat ship, whatever it is. You, out of space, Steve ain't finna be on it. <laughs> well, listen, I wanted to tell y'all this. I got, I know a guy mm-hmm. who actually has a spaceship. And uh-huh. we, a whole radio, we can go up. No, you don't. Fit, um, it's a hook of them. 15, 20 minutes, we go up, come right back down. But, but right. I think no. we'd be the first radio show up in the house. No, you don't. It's a hook. Hook, I live in Houston. I know people at NASA. How do you know anybody with a spaceship? Because I live in Houston and at NASA, I know people. Now they, you won't even buy a brand new car. (laughs) (laughs) All the pre-owned cars. I wish it's new to me. Go somewhere and get on a damn spaceship with you. We don't need no new spaceship. We need one that's been used at work. <laughs> Who done found a used spaceship and sold it to Tommy Friend? I know a guy. I love it, Tommy. I got a guy. <laughs> uh, they say you don't buy brand new cars. <laughs> What's there's nothing wrong with owning a pre-owned car, but you just saying for Tommy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the pre-owned car. Nothing uh, at all. Who would go, though? Would you Tommy go? You wouldn't go? don't really have a lot of success <laughs> with his pre-owned purchases. How many times <laughs> back in the L.A. was we waiting on him? I got a new car. I bought my wife a new car. I got new cars. <laughs> of course. But you don't buy them for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so we so we just assume the ship going to have some problems, huh? <laughs> We'll never I mean, make you know, we're going to test it and try it, make sure it's running right, you know. But Michael Strahan was in space for 11 minutes. 11 what are we going to do for 20? Mm-hmm. We're going to do 20. the show from up there. At least a, a second. Show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this a prank? Are you pranking us right now? Are you pranking us right now? We're going to prank when we get up there, too. <laughs> the strawberry letter from space? Come on, y'all. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Steve, maybe you should reconsider going to space now. <laughs> Why would I reconsider? With who, Shirley? Who? Why? Do you and know who's talking? No faith in me. Where would you it. go with him anywhere from? Space. Orbit. Oh, Lord. Bruh. All right. All right, coming I up don't, in 30... 30- I don't even go to the store with you no more. <laughs> you act like an asteroid. minutes. After the hour, uh, the comedians on this show, there are three, uh, have some front porch mumbling for oh, yes. us right after Uh-oh. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, in yesterday's show, uh, we did a little what's called front porch mumbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, things people say about their neighbors or they gossip mm-hmm. about their neighbors while they're sitting on the front porch. All right, guys, take it away. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. I'm telling you right now. I'll tell you right now. That boy going back to jail today. I know it. <laughs> you think he's going back? I think he's going back. And you know he's going. He can't stay alone now. How y'all doing? Hey. <laughs> Go speak to him. You know he, uh, mm-hmm. what'd he do, five years last time? Yeah, five years. You know, mm-hmm. he's still, he's still. Put, put your keys up. Yeah, put your keys up, because he ain't come. Right they say he's taking people cars from what they tell me. He don't, he don't need no keys. He did it now without the key. You know what I mean? Telling you right now. Look at that, look at that. Look who coming up the driveway right now. Look at that. How y'all doing? Hey, hey Miss Davis. Here? All right now, good to see you now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she gonna eat up everything. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. They say she messed with a white man she worked with. That's what they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She ain't gonna take nothing home from this house because I didn't hear it all the fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. gone. Yeah, you got to hide that stuff. I'm telling you, man. And look here, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Every year she coming here, she pregnant every year. Every year. She got nine damn kids. Hold up, though, hold up, though, hold up. Don't hold up. Check uh-huh. this one out right here, boy. Let me Ooh. tell you something. <sighs> I ain't told nobody, but man, huh. she should have told me we was cousins. <laughs> you didn't know? You didn't know that? Uh, hell no, I ain't know. Look at her. She look like your cousin. <laughs> Have y'all done anything? No, oh. no we were 15. I ain't know. <laughs> what they call it? They call that something. It's Ancestry.com? Oh. No, hell no. That's infidelity, dog. What are you talking about? I thought it was incense. Oh, yeah, you know what it is. Hell, that ain't no incense, dog. What they call that? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Words conversation. Front porch mumbling. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh-uh. I think it's fornication or something. Something uh-huh. like that. That's what it is. Oh, look, look at that. Look yeah. who coming up the driveway. Look who coming who up the driveway. That? Who is that? Oh, look at that. I tell you, y'all see Robert? Robert missing some motif this year. Look at that. <laughs> hey, Robert. Saying to Robert. What's up? Robert ain't had a fool set in his head ever since he got in that fight with that white dude down there at the drumstick. That white yeah. boy whooped his ass. What's the drumstick? Drumstick the bar. Drumstick oh. up on the corner 112. Oh. <laughs> yeah. White boy whooped Robert's ass. I'm talking about whooped the tooth out of him. Yeah, he ain't got a lot. Nah. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, Pastor Curtis. How he keeping the church? I don't know who don't I don't know who don't know about him. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know how you have 146. How you got 146 failed sermons? Ain't that a one? <laughs> bro, bro, he can't preach. Tell him he yeah. can't preach. No. He, he the pastor because his daddy died. That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> but you know his daddy couldn't preach. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a non-preaching family. 
don't know why they still got no church. They all open up a funeral yeah. home because everybody yeah. in there dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hoes ain't nothing living in this church. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Well, I don't like though. I don't like though. I'm telling you, but I don't like though. He come in here like he got a. T.D. Jake's attitude, though. He got a T.D. Jake's attitude. Like, he really bringing it, though. Oh, like he, uh, oh. he, oh, like he in there. Oh, you know what I mean? He up there look, look, wiping, wiping handkerchief, then sell the handkerchief after service. Like, he really, like, he really saved his soul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. He, had, he done had 89 altar calls in a row. Ain't nobody walked down. Nobody. <laughs> ain't nobody. That, ladies and gentlemen, is front porch mumbling. Get you some. Up next, today's prank phone call with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up right about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, goodness and mercy. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew with today's prank phone call. Come on, nephew. What you got? What you got? Three-minute remarks. Three-minute remarks. Church folk know what I'm talking about. Three-minute remarks. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Uh, Yes, I'm trying to reach a brother Keith, please. Yeah, this is Keith. Uh, Keith, how you doing? This is Lawrence over at Hill Funeral Home. Okay. We are the ones that have the, uh, uh doing the funeral for Sister Dolores. And that is, uh, your yeah. aunt. Am I, am I understanding right? Yeah, that's my auntie. Okay. And as you know, the funeral is, uh, this coming Thursday. Yes, I'll be there Thursday. Uh, I'm giving you a call, uh, because uh, it's been brought to my attention uh, that you were going to be giving remarks for the funeral. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I wanted to call you because we're getting ready to print the programs for the funeral and let you know that they have taken you off for the remarks uh, because they say that you're not going to be... Oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean, what do you mean taking me off? Well, what I'm saying is they say that you're, they, you're not going to abide by the two, three-minute rule that they have for remarks, and they wanted, they, they've taken you off. And uh, uh, who, who, who is they? Who, who, hold on, come on, come on. Who, 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 what's the name again? Uh, Lawrence. I'm Lawrence. I'm the actual funeral director. Lord, and who who told you to take me off? Uh, one of the one of the family members, I'm assuming, is who who uh, made the adjustment. And that, an adjustment that ain't no adjustment. That's that's changing the whole program. Who else is on the list? Uh, I mean, there's quite a few family members doing different things uh, uh, throughout the funeral. Okay. Uh, so how did you get to my name is what I'm trying to figure out. That they said I, that you, I, I, well, I, I, listen I, to I, me, listen, listen I, to I, me, damn, listen man. to me, brother Keith, listen to me. What they said is that you weren't going to abide by the time you weren't going to do your remarks in three minutes or less. Listen, now, listen, 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 my auntie raised me. She put me through college and you think I'm going to, I'm going to go up there in her funeral and, be under two minutes? Well, it, 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 well listen, listen, brother Keith. Brother Keith, listen to me. 
Normally when we have these funerals, uh, people who give remarks, we have them three minutes or less. Okay, okay. so I, I tell you I tell you what, Mr. Lawrence, who's on the list? Is Sheila on the list? Uh, on the list? We have a Sheila. Yes, there's a Sheila that's singing. Take uh, her name off the list. Take her off the list and put me where she's supposed to be with my turn and her time. Is, is, is Bobby Jr. on there, too? I'm, uh, I better not be on there. Bobby, now, yes, Bobby Jr. is giving remarks. Hell, that's a, what? That's that's Dolores. Oh. That's Miss Dolores' son, right? Yes, her son, the one that been locked up. He just got out of jail. Truth be told, he the one down there put her in the coffin. You need to take him off the list too. Give me all that time, cause I'll be if, if hey, I ain't gonna take nothing. That my brother Keith, let me let me let me just say this to you. I cannot take. Sheila or Bobby Jr. off. I can't make any alterations to this program unless they say that what I you can. That, sir, what you mean? You already, you already take, you already taking people name off. You taking my name off. Like, but the, but they, they 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 orchestrated this though. Who, who the f is they? Who is they? They finna have a problem. They try to take me off my auntie program. Who is they? Sir. I, I'm not gonna get into a family matter, but until they say that you, you can be on, in a family matter, sir, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to have the, the, this, this turn out to be bad, and we want to have a great home going for Sister Dolores. Okay, You're damn right. And, and if I don't get to say nothing, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, it's gonna be a two for one in there. Somebody else gonna get, get their in the cover too. I guarantee you that. If I don't get to say nothing at my auntie's funeral, my auntie didn't. Pay for my damn college. I didn't put six thousand dollars in in the funeral. I bet you. I tell you this. I tell you this, Mr. Lawrence. I bet you whether I'm on the program or not. I bet you I say what the f I want to. I bet you that much. You tell they that. I didn't. My auntie didn't put me through college. I didn't put money on the funeral. I call around to see who ain't putting no money on the funeral. Tell them they can't be on the program, man. Uh, Keith, they, they when they decide who who who's on it, if they change the the format, then I will call you back. Who who the f is they? That's what I'm trying to get get you to understand. Who is they? Can I can I tell you something? And and I don't want you to get too irate. Okay. okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I, I just want to say this, Keith. With this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. You just got pranked by your cousin Bobby Junior. You bull. <laughs> I'm Bobby Junior up. I I'm kicking Bobby. I know that. that, that, that I mean, my blood pressure is all up. I ain't got time to be playing, man. Taking me on the damn program. <laughs> Bobby Ann. I know that. Oh, Bobby, man, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby said y'all grew up like brothers, man, and, and you was that uh, you was basically another son of Mister Lawrence. That's right. Yes, yes, I was, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> ah. Huh. Ooh, you play Man. too much. Who what the blank I? is they? <laughs> right. Who the blank is they? You keep talking about these people. Who is they? I want to know who they are.
but take <laughs> Sheila off the list. She's yeah. singing, but take yeah. Sheila. Yeah. Give me all her time. And right. the dude that just got out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why Which he is even the latest son. Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, baby, still rocking, baby, still rocking. New Year's Comedy Laugh Fest is jumping off. Yeah, it's going to jump off in Chicago, Illinois. That is December the 30th, United Center. Here we come. January 1st, we in December. I mean, we in D.C. Eagle Bank Arena. Eagle Bank Arena, that is January the 1st. And then January 2nd, Atlanta, GA, State Farm Arena. Tickets are on sale at all Ticketmaster outlets. Here is the lineup. Earthquake, Eddie Griffin, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, and hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. All right? It is the New Year's Comedy Lab Fest. Shout are y'all in Atlanta DC. any one of them nights, Tommy? Yeah, January 2nd. You going? State Farm. No, I'll ask him. Who's on that show? He said on that one? Yeah. Said D.L., Eddie, Earthquake, okay. and your nephew. You coming through? You gonna uh, come hang a little I'm bit? In town. Yeah. I'm in town. Well, you got to get out of Israel first. Where's you at now? <laughs> well, I ain't in Israel no more, but I am kind of, kind of uh, still over here, though. What kind of frequent fly mile do you actually <laughs> have, though? Well, I'm, I'm still out of the country, is what I'm saying. Right, mm-hmm. right. Today, yeah, you still out the country. You'll be back for Christmas, right? And that's that's the goal. That is the goal. God willing, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure by the end of the week I should go. Must be nice to just be rich and don't know when you coming back and when you going. Yeah, all of us know our round trip ticket. You don't know a damn thing. I don't, I don't know. When I, Arrival and departure <laughs> date. Yeah. <laughs> I get there when I get there. What are you balling? All right. All right, nephew. Thank Stop you. Stop by a round trip ticket. <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject. Goodness and mercy. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. And click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, goodness and mercy. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for four years, and I'm not the kind of wife that snoops around to see if my husband is talking to other women. I know for a fact that he's talking to other women, and I pray that his commitment to me can withstand temptation. I was married before, and my ex-husband and I are cordial to each other, but whenever I talk to him, my current husband is around. I expect the same courtesy from my husband if he should ever talk to one of his ex-girlfriends, but I think he may be sneaking around with two of his exes because he has different ringtones for two of his ex-girlfriends and their numbers are saved under cute pet names. One of his exes has a Marvin Gaye song, Mercy, Mercy Me, as her ringtone, and she she saved as Mercy in his phone. Then he has a song, Touch Me, Tease Me, by Case, as the other ex's ringtone, and she saved as goodness in his phone. I am not proud of how I found out about this, but I got his best friend to spill the beans when he came by the house to wash my car using his mobile detail service. 
I started grilling him about my husband's ex-girlfriends, but only after he told me that I'm the most special lady my husband ever dated. I asked him about the exes, and this fool said, who, goodness and mercy. <laughs> I laughed, and he kept talking and said, that's what my husband called them. That conversation <laughs> led me snooping through my husband's phone and finding both goodness and mercy and seeing the ringtones. Do I ask him why they're still saved in his phone like that, or should I trust him until he gives me the reason to believe that he's sneaking around on me? Uh, I, I think you already have a reason. And, uh, I, you know, I just got to ask you, how much more proof do you need? I mean, do you want to catch them in the act or, or whatever they're doing? I, I think something is definitely going on. Uh, his friend pretty much confirmed that. I mean, I know that's what your intuition is telling you. That's why you wrote us that he's doing something with these women. And of course, this shouldn't be with the married man. Uh, why is he hiding their real names? Why do they have code names on his phone? What's with the different soundtracks when they call? I mean, there's some secrecy and yes, some sneaking around going on something. And he's definitely giving you a reason to snoop. So, so what you're doing is okay, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, don't feel badly about that. If you ask him, he's probably just going to lie anyway, and he's not going to volunteer any information, that's for sure. Um, I, I say try to get in his phone, hack his phone, do whatever you have to do, and block goodness and mercy's numbers, uh, because your husband <laughs> thinks he's slick with all of that, and, and you have done nothing wrong. Steve? Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously, we read two different letters. <laughs> Obviously. So here I go. The subject is goodness and mercy. Now, this woman been married four years and proceeds to tell us a non-truth. She says, I'm not the kind of wife that snoops around to see if my husband is talking to other women. The whole Letter is about you snooping around trying to see if your husband is talking to other women. The whole letter. I know for a fact, that right after she said that, she says, I know for a fact that he's talking to other women and that I pray his commitment to me can withstand temptations. Hmm. It can't. So let's just go on. It can't. I was married before my ex-husband and I are cordial to each other, but whenever I talk to him, my current husband is around. Why y'all talking? You ain't mentioned no kids. Why y'all talking? Okay. And uh, I expect the same courtesy from my husband if he should ever talk to one of his ex-girlfriends. Next question. Why are they talking? Y'all got too much ex-talk going on in y'all current <laughs> relationship. Way too much ex-talk. But I think he may be sneaking around with two of his exes because he has different ringtones for two of his ex-girlfriends. Now, how do you know that? Did you hear the phone ring? Has it, Did you see the name pop up and the song when the phone rang? No. You know how you found this out? In the way that you said at the top of the show, at the top of the letter, I'm not the kind of wife that snoops around to see if my husband is talking to other women. You lied. 
The entire letter is about this. And now let's get big down to it because you said you think he's sneaking around with two of his exes because he got different ringtones for two of his ex-girlfriends. One of his exes has the Marvin Gaye song, Mercy, Mercy Me. Let's explore this song for a minute. Oh, mercy, mercy me. All things ain't what they (laughs) used to be now. Where do you hear me? All things ain't what they used to be now. That's the key. Because when he hears mercy, mercy me, he is immediately reminded that things ain't like they used to be. Now, where did all the blue skies go? Hold that song. Hold that song. Where? Did all the blue skies go? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why we'll have part am I two. married to this damn thunderstorm? <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, goodness and mercy. We'll get back into it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter, goodness and mercy. <sighs> This woman been married four years, say she ain't the kind of wife snoops around, check to see if her husband is uh, talking to other women, but uh, she does throughout this whole letter do that. Uh, she talks to her ex-husband, but whenever she talks to him, her uh, current husband is in the room, and she would hope that her ex, uh, that her husband, when he talks to his exes, that she would be in the same room. Like I said before, it's a lot of ex-talk going on, which is the problem with this whole damn letter. Exes should remain where they are, ex or exed. Anyway, uh, I expect the same courtesy of my husband. But I think he's sneaking around with two of his exes because he got different ringtones for two of his exes and their numbers are saved with cute pet names. One of the exes has Marvin Gaye's song, Mercy, Mercy Me. Oh, mercy, mercy me. All things ain't what they used to be now. Right there. Now. Things ain't what they used to be now because mm-hmm. it's changed because he got you now. Uh-huh. And I don't know what the pet name is. Uh, then he has the song Touch Me, Tease Me by Case. Uh-huh. I don't Damn. know that song. I don't. I can't think of it. You want the lyrics? <laughs> yeah. Touch me, tease me, feel me and caress me. Hold on tight and don't let go. You okay, that? now. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to see you flip It's through. a little bit faster. Uh-huh. Feel me and caress me. Hold on tight and uh-huh. don't let go. <laughs> Why are you looking like that, Harp? Yeah, so what the hell you think going on? What is you stupid? <laughs> what, what is you stupid? <laughs> And then his other girlfriend, she saved as goodness is his fault. Now, a one is named Mercy, and the other one is goodness. I'm not proud of how I found out about this. Well, because you snooped. Guess why? But you got his best friend to spill the beans when he came by the house to wash my car using his mobile detail, sir. Wow. I started grilling him about my husband's ex-girlfriend's. But only after he told me that I'm the most special lady my husband ever dated. That's because the car wash dude wants you. 
So he makes a comp. You're the most special lady your husband, my, you're my man to ever dated. I asked him about the exes, and this fool said, who? Goodness and mercy? <laughs> you really think right he there. accidentally spilled that? <laughs> I don't. I think he did it on purpose. I laughed, and he kept talking and said, that's what my husband called him. Conversation led to me snooping through my home's husband's phone. Didn't you? I thought you said you don't do that. First you grill his friends, now you back snooping through his phone. And you saw in the ringtone. Do I ask him why they're still saved in his phone like that? Or should I trust him until he gives me a reason to believe he's not sneaking around on me? Lady, at the top of the letter, you said you've been married four years. Four years. The car wash dudes still know their name. They in his phone as goodness and mercy, which means he's got the same number for four years. Ain't nothing changed. But we're here today uh, for today's sermon on why you would call Deacon Jordan. Uh, introduce the sermon, goodness and mercy, please, in your own way. Ah. Uh. Pastor, right now, in this moment, we want you yes, to bring sir. a word Come on so now. that people yes, understand sir. goodness, goodness and mercy. Uh, stop right there for a minute. Let's just talk about why someone mm-hmm. would be named goodness. Mm-hmm. Goodness is a term used from the moment we are children. That's right. Think of all the times you have experienced goodness as a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, your first new bike. Goodness. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Your first candy bar. Wow. Goodness. Uh, your first time walking with an RC Cola and a bag of chips. Your first time standing against your locker and that girl walked by that caused you to stop breathing. Goodness. Uh, When you walk a girl home, she turned around and kissed you on your jaw. Good God of mine. Now that's goodness there, pal. Goodness (laughs) when you borrow your daddy's car and pick up a girl and drive down to the lake. Yes. <laughs> and the good, good. windows are start fogging up. Oh, what is that, Deacon? That's goodness. <laughs> goodness. And when she put it on you, like you mm-hmm. ain't ever had it put on you before, and you uh-huh. see your young ass in the car, don't know what's happening to you. Things is going a little crazy. Your eyeballs is crossing. They done rolled up in the back of your head. Hair standing up on the back of your neck. Your body shaking and quivering like somebody done plugged you up to a refrigerator wall. You about to go crazy. All of a sudden, you start screaming, mercy, mercy, mercy. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Yes, they ah, still in the fall, because that's what goodness and mercy do. Sports yes. Talk with Junior coming up at 46 minutes after, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Junior, time for sports talk with you. What do All you right. have? Sure. Unc, I know, man, you over there, you don't know nothing going on, man. Clueless. Let, let me tell you this, man. LeVar Ball, everybody know LeVar Ball. He's LaMelo's dad. He back in the news again. You know, his son played for the Charlotte Hornets. LeVar oh, yeah. Ball, yeah, LeVar Ball says that uh, he compared Michael Jordan to expired milk, says that LaMelo has no business asking for advice from Michael Jordan. When the last time he won the championship? I just don't understand why this dude keep doing this to Mike, man. Uh, when when the last time he won a championship? Is it, why is your boy talking to you? You ain't yeah, ever won that, a championship. Put this in perspective. That don't make no sense, Levar. And I like Ball Daddy. Yeah, I, I don't know why he would say that, man. That just makes no sense, man. And he says this is publicity. It's gotta be. It's it, got. It got to be up to something, man. Because Michael Jordan got six championship rings. The man is the greatest ever played the game. Who ain't gonna take advice? It's like me telling me like, uh, if he tell me how to do a joke and I say I ain't doing that. That sounds stupid. <laughs> and then my response would be, that's why your ass ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I just hate the fact that he has to go through that, man. It's gonna be some good games on Christmas. Uncle. I know you're probably gonna be home, but man, you gotta get ready. No, 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 man. I'll be home for Christmas. You gotta be home for Christmas. Uncle. I love it over here, but they can have this here, man. They got two Christmas <laughs> trees up over here. <laughs> what the game everybody gonna be talking about is the Lakers and the Nets on Christmas Day. Ooh, I think okay. that's gonna be the one okay. right now. The Nets are seventeen and eight. The Lakers are fifteen and thirteen. So I don't, I I really want to see a good I game. I can't man. see the Lakers beating the Nets right now. <laughs> Neither can no. Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Shaq is through with the Lakers. Shaq is done with the everybody's through. Huh? Well, you know, LeBron's Houston. Back now, huh? Houston beat the Nets the other day. We we lucked up. Boy, right stop. We, we they not, did. Not. I watched it. Boy, they did. Stop. They did. They won. Uh, but we we, yeah. we not. Let's not. We just got three wins. Yeah. That ain't. That ain't. Y'all got three we got wins. One, that ain't a good example. <laughs> we got, hey, we got man, about. Hey, Junior, Junior, Junior. What's happening with football? Cause ain't no football on. Oh, uh, you did pretty good, man. Did you know the Browns won Sunday? Yeah, I know. Okay. I heard about that. I was on the text feed with thirteen Browns fans. You picked the yeah. Ravens, though. Maybe you said you picked against. You, you went know, against I it. I know I did that in hopes that I would be wrong because I'm a diehard Browns fan. So that was my fake move so I didn't be disappointed. But all my <laughs> prayers and hopes is wrapped up in the Cleveland Browns, thus explaining my sheer disappointment this year so far. <laughs> they going to be doing but they 7-6. and six. Look, They got to win a record. So, you know, uh, man, we will pick them tomorrow, man. We're going to pick tomorrow. Don't. <laughs> Don't pick against the Browns. Look, I like the Browns. I really like what the Browns are doing. Texas is what we need to stop. We need to get the lead. <laughs> All right, Junior. We need to On that playing. note, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Actress Zendaya and actor Tom Holland have been in the news a lot lately, not just because of their new movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, or because of their rumored relationship, but this is why they're really in the news, because of their height difference. Uh, see, Zendaya is 5'10", and Tom Holland is 5'8". Tom. Yeah, his huh. name is Tom Holland. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't oh, stop. That's a little short. Man, I'm not going to do this with y'all. Apparently, Tom is short for Thomas. <laughs> Here we go. Apparently, it's a big deal for some people that Zendaya is a couple of inches taller than Tom. So the question is, 
with the guys, but you guys date a woman that's taller than you. Would you do that? And Carla, never, you're tall. Never in my life had that experience. Because <laughs> you're all the never, <laughs> never dated a woman taller than 6'2". Never. Mm-hmm. Never met know? one. I've seen some very, very attractive tall women. I just haven't had the opportunity to meet them. They stood next to me. I didn't know that feeling. So I'm out. Now, we have someone here who can address this. <laughs> Immediately with a full answer, paragraph. Didn't like I say I was going on years, break? Didn't I say I was going on break? This. So, Tommy, ask the question again, Shirley. All right, the question is Would you date a taller woman? Would you date a he woman that's taller to. than you? I have. I have. He, he has to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he has, he has to. <laughs> what do you mean, Steve? If he don't. Tommy's 5'10. And a half. Oh, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Your doctor told you (laughs) that you were five nine and a half, and that you. No, he said I was five five, ten and a half. He says, "No, you're not. You're a little under five ten. You're a little under five ten. What do under five ten mean to y'all? Five nine twelve. Five nine eleven. Five nine twelve. <laughs> I've, Tommy, I've dated a girl that was feel? I've dated a girl that was six one before. Way well, 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 let me ask college. you a question. When she took you home, how hard was her daddy laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, <laughs> they were young and in love. Height didn't matter. <laughs> girl, how hard was his daddy laughing? <laughs> girl, what you Amazon. got here? <laughs> I was comfortable what she was. She was. She's an Amazon over you. 6'1"? Wow. 6'1". 6'1". Volleyball girl. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, wow. I play volleyball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you She's kind of crazy. <laughs> it was yes. two girls at Miss Universe that was taller than me. Uh, oh, really? For real? Oh, really? Yeah. Who? Two yeah. girls. But, 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 that's, but that's with their shoes on because they wear them platforms and heels. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll make you tall. Yeah. That Miss USA was pretty to me, man. She was pretty. Gorgeous. I'm gonna tell you who should have won. Miss Panama. Oh, Panama. That black girl from Panama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Ooh. that girl right there was not joking. She came out in swimsuit and walk. Yeah. She let them have it, and all her answers were smart. I was stunned that she didn't move on. I was stunned. Miss Columbia was pretty too, Steve. Miss Columbia was pretty, but I thought South Africa had a shot because yes. that girl was super smart, man. Yeah, South Africa. And fine. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she took third, but. Yeah. yeah. So we're off the week. height story then, huh? Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we, we got well, Tommy changed it. Tommy changed it. I didn't change it. Yes, she did. It's a little touchy. And I understand. I understand. Oh, you did? I've never. That was taller than me. I'm not I've never short. Seen a Y'all stop. What what you call it? <laughs> You're average. I'm oh, average. Oh, I know. Height. I know. I know. I know. It's political. We can't call him short no more. We got to call him height challenge or something. We're height bashing. Or vertical deviant, something like that. We got, can't call nobody short no more. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up Napoleon, you know, something like that. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
A Florida woman was arrested after she and her date broke a sink off the wall while fooling around in the ladies' bathroom of an Irish pub. Her name is Catherine Trammell, uh, and her date went into the ladies' room after knocking back a few drinks, and they had sex. Uh, When they finished, they returned to their seats at the bar, and an employee went into the bathroom a few minutes later and noticed major damage to the sink. Trammell uh, tried to play it cool and act like nothing happened, but the pub manager called the cops. Trammell had to confess to getting busy in the bathroom, and she was taken to jail. However, her accomplice was what? not arrested. Yeah. Uh, Why? Because they were in the ladies' room. But listen, the best sex is at restaurants. They got the best. Re- they got the best bathroom. They really do. Uh, what? Where? What? Where? You, well, you, so you've got y'all ain't been in, in them, a, y'all ain't been in them, uh, them unisex bathrooms. Y'all ain't been in there. No, no. I'm the only one That's, that did it in there, or you could be the only one living in a house you're not comfortable with. Because <laughs> 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 you got to do it in the bathroom <laughs> with dinner. Hell, we got to go all the way down to the damn restaurant, we got to go to Applebee's. Oh, we can have sex. <laughs> not an alpha bee. We do it at alpha bee. That's that's a different kind of bathroom. You need to go like a Mastro. That that's a bathroom right there. You got a man working in the bathroom and everything. He get your towels and soap. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 ready? Yeah, ready to go. All right. Okay. Uh, we're moving on. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're gonna play a round of Would You Rather at 33 minutes after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Would You Rather. Here we go. Would you rather go without shoes for a month or wear a thong for a month? I'm going to be barefoot. I'm going to have to be barefoot. I can't have all that up between. I can't have all that up between me that long. Ooh. You're not gonna be comfortable. Nah, I'm gonna need a pedicure in a month, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna ride it out. <laughs> Steve, are you still thinking? Because you didn't. No, I don't. It's that I don't have it. That they don't make thongs to fit me. So. <laughs> you ain't, ain't nobody unthongable. You ain't unthongable. You can unthongable. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I had trouble you with You ain't unthongable. You ain't all that. Man. I had trouble with jockey straps, so I know good hell where a thong is. <laughs> Come on over to the dark side, guys. Women wear them all the time. All the time. I take my hat off to y'all. And they I beautiful, on y'all. He said, I appreciate you. We <laughs> did. <laughs> One of the greatest inventions. All right. Would you rather do comedy on a cruise ship? B. For Whatever year, it is. For a, year, for a year. Or would you rather do comedy at a nursing home for a year? I'm going to be in that nursing home. I'm going to be in that nursing home. I'm going to be in that nursing home. I'm going to be losing oh, audience members. <laughs> yeah. that, that ain't nothing like that. Oh, you better get back on your oxygen. Oh, you gonna I'm going to be in here wearing their ass out with an old ass joke. <laughs> man. I'm on that ship, man. <laughs> Boy, you remember 1940? <laughs> Stupid. Well, you remember that time you tried to sit down and eat your lunch at that lunch counter? White folk beat your ass. <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> you stupid. Well, you remember that time we was in Birmingham? <laughs> you were looking in that crescent when them damn dogs got loose. <laughs> Steve. Steve, what's wrong with really, you? Really, really. Well, you remember Dave. that time? You remember that time we saw Bull Connors over there by that barn by himself? He was by himself. We went over and whooped Bull Connor's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Would you rather run up 20 flights of stairs? Okay, 20 flights of stairs, you know, that'll get you out of breath. Or would you rather okay. fight Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Money Mayweather. I'm, I'm oh, no, I ain't fighting Floyd. That's what I'm Floyd do. I'm gonna, my ass is up them stairs. Yeah. I'm going to take them stairs. You're going to take the stairs? At the top, halfway, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not Floyd. even going to hit Floyd. So <laughs> no. You're not even going to touch Look. him. Yeah. You're not even going to hit Floyd. Hasn't he slowed down Floyd. a little bit? He's 50. He's slow. Yeah. Uh-huh. His slow is faster than anything I've ever thrown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take these stairs. Uh-uh. All right, the stairs. Yeah, not okay. Floor. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Yeah. All right, thank you guys. That's Would You Rather for today. We'll be back with our last break of the day at 49 minutes after. And, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, guys. Our last break of the day. And uh, it's been a good day. Steve's back. Fun. On the air with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you all for holding it down and uh, allowing me uh, with this crazy travel schedule that I'm on and so far away from home. But, uh, you know, different time zones and different responsibilities. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to thank the uh, Expo team uh, of Dubai for uh, hosting us over there uh, oh, last yeah. week. The thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Applause, applause for Amazing. sure. Everything. Uh, really, really appreciative of all the things. I'd like to thank the uh, Miss Universe uh, people for uh, housing us in uh, A-Lot Israel. Had mm-hmm. a, a successful show the other night, um, but it's a lot of traveling, a lot of different time zones. I appreciate the audience for hanging in there with us and uh, understanding that uh, this is different. You know, I want to say in closing, though, uh, I think about my life often and uh, how blessed I really am. And this isn't about me. I'm using me as an example, of course, but I, everybody would take the time out to just think about really, really how good God is. I mean, think about it. I was reading some comments on a post that I had uh, saw of myself. I never know when these things are going to go out because I'm usually just talking to audience members on a commercial break or something like that on one of my shows because I made a conscious decision years ago that when people came to see me live that I would try to do more than entertain them. I always try to give them some some uh, encouragement or some motivational uh, words because I know I don't care who you are you're struggling at one point with something everybody does it and it's not that I know so much it's just that I've been through so much and I don't have a problem sharing some of my experiences with people and so when I'm doing these things that I see released I, I didn't I don't know when they're gonna release I haven't been reading the comments uh, just yesterday on the plane as a matter of fact and it was a thank you Steve I really needed to hear that man it's great message thank you man I really really need to hear that and then I ran across somebody who said don't nobody want to hear nothing about that God stuff you was doing all right till you mentioned God who is God who who are you talking about and you know how you'd be going along with it it's just that one comment that sticks out. I don't care how many fire flames you got next to you. Now, you, you, you read the one comment and you go, well, who is this person right here? And I, and I started to feel some kind of way, but then, the, you know what I really started to feel? I started to feel sorry for this person. 
But because I went, wow, man, how sad is this person's life that they've now allowed the devil to fool them into thinking that there is no God or God does not exist? I mean, do you understand that the devil has you right where he wants you at this point right here? Because the devil only has one job in life, and that's to rob you of your destiny. And if he can start with a very, very common basic thing in us, the belief in God, then, I mean, man, he's got you. He's got a stranglehold on you because you you won't have anywhere to go. You have no faith. You have nothing to hang your hat on in times of trouble and disappointment and setbacks and, and, and hardships. You just have nowhere to go. And I just want to encourage people, man, to always keep the faith, man, and, and just think about all the things God has done for you, man. You may not be where you want to be. I understand that. I got it. But take an inventory on where you are. Because you do know a couple of ticks and it could have been worse. I was uh, reading something from an inmate one time and uh, he was doing 30 years. That's a long time, man. And I was feeling for this brother, but as I got to reading what he had written, I was reading from a person who was so enlightened. He said, as dire as my consequences may seem, I do realize that it could have been worse. And I went, wow. Here's a person who has found something in a 30 year sentence. He said, because actually I could have been dead. I could have been killed in the act of what I'm doing. He said, but God through his mercy allowed me to live. And now I have a life. And even though there's not a lot of freedoms to move around as I, as I please, my mind is completely free. He said, I'm in here helping other inmates. I'm teaching cats how to read in here. I'm helping people with their defense. We've got a Bible study. He said, I'm in a band. He said, I write uh, bars with other inmates. He's a rapper. He was just talking about all the things he was able to do that he never took the time to do when he was out there because he was so busy committing crime. He just never really took the time out to sit down and find out who he was. And I'm just saying that to say, even people who you think are in dire circumstances, when they think about it, can find something to be grateful for. So I'm asking you, what can you be grateful for? Like I said, you may not be where you want to be, but hey, listen, what about where you are? What about your family being healthy? What about the home you have? What about the car you drive? What about the job you possess? What about the loved ones you get to see from? What about the fact that you can still pick up the phone and call a loved one? How about you being able to make a travel plan? How about you able to go Christmas shopping? How about you buying something online? How about the fact that you, you're just able to walk around? How about the fact that you're enclosed in your right mind? How about it? Have you thought about it? There's a lot to be grateful for, man. And the more gratitude you show to God, the more things he offers you the more things he gives you to be grateful for. It's a very, very strong principle of success. So, y'all, as we approach this holiday season, which we're dead in the middle of, be grateful. Not for what you can give, but how about just being grateful for what you receive? God done done a lot for you. If I was you, I'd spend some time thanking him for it. Those are my closing remarks today. Uh, we're back. I'm still out of the country. Um... I thank God for safe travels. I mean, man, I travel crazy. I'm on helicopters, boats, airplanes. I'm I'm on all kinds of stuff, man. God is good, man. Oh, see y'all tomorrow. Stay with it. Peace.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 